Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we discuss the diverse beliefs of Rosie, Luna Morningstar, and Patty, three more attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina. So let's speak with Rosie, Luna Morningstar, and Patty. But first, a show note. In addition to this week's recordings being conducted with face coverings, the acoustics of the expo building were loud and reverberative, which led to below-par sounding audio at times. I guess the one that bugs me the most is just the whole religion versus spirituality like it being a trend but also like people finding themselves and then people saying that one is better than the other if i was to make this more succinct where is your belief when it comes to religion or spirituality is that we should have more spirituality or more religion or i mean just trying to understand where you're so i guess Let's start to like where like my mindset starts. First, I was introduced to Southern Baptist just so I could learn how to play piano. <laughs> and then um, my mom, she was Catholic. So tradition was that we do all our sacraments. Eventually, I, I just kept going to Sunday school. Eventually, I started teaching Sunday school and I got so many good aspects of the religion itself. But then I also saw all of the negativity of like the people and how they'll bash on other religions and so on and so forth and and then it's like I feel like in if you're trying to get into I guess more and on a spiritual level religion and spirituality is the same the only thing about religion is like it's a guide in a sense like for for people if you were to say I believe x I mean what would you say I just believe that we should all be able to coexist with each other, regardless of beliefs, regardless of who knows more, who's the the higher ranking one, who's the more spiritual one, who's been practicing longer. It's like, okay. why not just be able to coexist with each other and just like be okay, even if you don't exactly believe in what the other person believes in, don't go blocking them or talking bad about them or bashing them because they don't see things the way you see it. So you believe that we should all get along and then we should all be able to believe what we want to believe right? and live the life how we want to live our life. Yeah, as, because like I said, like I, where I started to learn things was when I was a high, like very involved with 
with Catholicism. And then when I met my, my now husband, he was the one that told me religion is corruption. And at first it made me mad, but it got me thinking. And for some time, I kind of started believing in that. But then now that I'm, I've ventured more into like, I guess like a free flowing spiritual person, I don't know. What do you think about if someone, if you, let's say had a friend named Sarah and you were friends for a while and then it, we never really talked about this, but then it came out later as you're talking to Sarah, let's say Sarah has no belief. Let's say she doesn't believe in spirituality or she doesn't believe in a God or then how would you feel about that? Well, to not believe in it and her not to believe in something is still a belief. So it's like, you could say, I'm not, I don't believe in a higher power and a higher being. That's your thought. That's your belief, you know, but it's a belief that you have. Is it a belief or is it no belief? I mean, to me, if, if a belief is like just a way of thinking, a thought process. Yeah. And belief is just, I guess, for me, a fancy word or just a, not, a synonym, so to say. Is your belief true? Perhaps. It's true to me, but it might not necessarily be true to you. But I'm not going to treat you any differently or act a different way just because, you know, we don't see eye to eye on everything. Is a belief that is true for one person, but not another person. Is that a true belief? Perhaps, yeah. For example, do you see these flowers here? There is an even or odd number of flowers. I don't know what the answer is. I presume you don't know what the answer is. <laughs> but what if we said that there is an answer, an objective truth? A universal truth. Would the answer to that question have anything to do with what I believe about it or what you believe about it? Yeah. I, I could say, you know, it's just it's just a bunch of flowers, you know, and whatnot. And I could see it as nothing. But you could see it as this has like a, a higher purpose or a higher meaning or like for example. Let's take, you know, you see, you see like a random animal go by, right? Some people may think that's a, a spirit guide. That's something calling to them. But someone else could just be like, oh, it's just another animal. You know, it's just something existing amongst us. I see what you're saying. And then like back to the, the flower example, if I believe that there is an even number of flowers and you believe that there are an odd number of flowers, could we both be right? Or... Would that be an impossible situation that way? And the only way to actually know is if we count and which flowers are actually counting. Because you've got your pink flowers, you've got these white flowers, and then you've got some blue flowers. So you could think overall, all the numbers equal up to an even number or only a certain flower equals up to an odd number. And if we agreed on how we're counting these and however that is, over they're counting the red flowers, the white flowers, if we could agree on that, <laughs> Would we then come up with the same answer, you think? Yeah. We could. It's just... So yeah. in that situation, it would seem that it doesn't 
matter if I believe that there's an even number of flowers or believe that there's not a number of flowers, it seemed to me that there would be maybe an answer. Yeah. So with your belief, is your belief a personal belief in the sense that it's an opinion that you have or is your belief a universal objective belief like counting the flowers, like it doesn't matter whether you believe it or, or not or whether I believe it or not, it's just true. Because there are things, I guess, to back up my beliefs, I could say, you know, my belief is solid fact. But who's to say that that just wasn't something that was just written by someone and someone just kept following it. And because it's in a scripture or because it's in like in the form of a statue or something physical, that's your proof. But it goes back to the whole, you know, maybe it was just an opinion that over time, others decided to make it a fact. With your belief, how can we know whether it's an opinion or if it's more like a fact? I usually Google everything to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> like sometimes things will just come to mind and or just a random thought and I'm like, I just start looking up things and if I can find something, I'm like, okay, to me, this is a fact. So if Sarah's sitting next to you and Sarah believes that there is no religion, no God, no spirituality, I'm just saying. Right. And you believe the opposite, let's say. Right. Is it the case where one of you is right in an objective sense, one of you is wrong, or both of you are right, or both of you are wrong? Is there a bigger truth there? And we might not know it, but is there a truth there, do you think? Really, there's no way to prove it or to say that there is or isn't, but in the end, it's like, whatever makes you happy, and just go with it. I appreciate the conversation. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Likewise. And what's your name again? Rosie. Rosie. That was great. That was wonderful. That was really interesting. Last question, though. Sure. If your belief wasn't true, and I'm not saying that's the case, but if it wasn't, mm-hmm. would you want to know it? Hmm. Perhaps. No. Yeah. I would. Only because I can, you know, I can always take into consideration, but it's up to me if I decide I want to continue with what I feel most comfortable with, or if I'm just going to just drop everything and just go with just what someone just came and told me. Well, thank you, Rosie. Of course. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversations with three attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina, coming up after this short break. Hi, this is Mark Solomon, host of Being Reasonable. Do you like the show and want to help? Please subscribe to Being Reasonable as a podcast and maybe even write us a review. Thanks. On a scale from one to seven, let's say, How confident are you that this belief is true? I am 100% sure. Okay. Also on a scale from one to seven, 
How important is it for you to believe in things that are true? That are what? True. Oh, for me, it's 200%. All right, so very high on both scales. Yes. How do you know that your belief in gods is true? Because I have experience. Um, not experience like I have experience in mindfulness and stuff. I have been experienced with them. Can you My, give me a good example? Yeah. Um, one time I was really sad and I was just needed somebody to hug me. And I couldn't have nobody because my family abandoned me. Um, mm. So I just decided to just sit down and meditate and mm. just ask to the goddess and gods to please help me and guide me and just make me feel better. And I saw this light and my husband was with me. Um, he was trying to do meditation too. And um, I saw this huge light that was coming through the window. And we both heard something that it says, I'm here. And it makes me cry because <laughs> that was the most beautiful experience. And then I felt like somebody was hogging me and it was just a huge light surrounding me. And my husband just freaked out and he get up and turned the meditation um, music off. And he's like, what just happened? <laughs> and then I'm like, we were calling for the goddess of love and we experienced in that. And people say, how do you know that it's not God, the God that everybody believes? And it's because I told them, because if it was God, then he will come to me to tell me that I need to change, that I need to take things out of my life, um, which it didn't happen. He just hugged me and say, I'm here. And I don't believe that God is going to respond when you're calling a, the goddess of love. It's just... So it sounds like you had some really powerful experiences while you were meditating and you had this experience with seeing gods, if, and I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say Sarah, who's sitting next to you, Sarah says, and she could explain to you, to your satisfaction, that you had this experience because of this reason, but not the reason you thought it was. Mm -hmm. Would you change your belief at that point? No, no. I'm a stronger believer because when I was a little person, a little girl, um, I never have love. And even when I was in the church with my mom, um, everybody treated me really, really wrong. Like they always needed to me to change something for make God happy. And I never felt that love, you know, that connection with the God that they were talking about. And when I get out of my normal life, um, I think I had 19 years old. 19, one, one, nine, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay, 19 years old. Um, and I find my, my best friend that, it was, that is my husband today. And I decided to open my mind of everything that I've been believing since I'm a little girl. And I start practicing, you know. Um, first I started practicing Buddhism. But for me, I'm not a believer of a religion specifically. I more believe of what that God and energies can give you. So I'm a little confused. I'm just sorry. Yeah, don't worry. So I'm trying to find out, please help me, the primary reason why you believe in the belief. Does. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm asking that, and I'm making the assumption that if the primary reason why you believe in that belief wasn't mm -hmm. true, 
then maybe you wouldn't believe in that belief if that reason was That's what true. I'm going, yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please, <laughs> no please, worry. please. Sorry to um, stop you. No, you're fine. Um, for me, mm -hmm. right, um, when I started practicing this belief in the first place that it was Buddhism, I find out that meditation and yoga and all of these things were helping me. But I start having more con other connections, like spiritually connections with like other things, like the nature. And I feel this life nature, you know, I touch the trees and it's so weird because I feel that energy. Um, and then I started finding inf more information about the nature and how the energy of them can heal you and make you feel better. Just looking at them, looking at the nature. And I'm like, okay. So I start finding more information and then I find, figure it out the name of Wicca. And I'm like, okay, let me just keep experimenting, right? Um, but in all of these times, different steps, I never start be stop believing in this magical universe of God and goddess. It was something that it was. I was just hungry for no more, okay? So I keep going, I keep experimenting with Wicca. Um, and for me, it was like, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm in a religion. I feel like I need to follow rules again. And even that I have OCD, when it comes to my beliefs, uh, spiritually beliefs, I don't like to follow rules. I like to follow my intuition. So if I were to ask you, please give me two sentences of your best reason for believing yeah. what you believe, why that, you think it's yes. true, what would you say? So for me, yeah. When I decided to get out of the Wicca, but not stop doing these things that I was doing, practicing mindfulness and practicing the power of find yourself, your energy, your inner self. And this, I don't know, it's just an energy that I feel when I am connecting myself to the goddess, gods, and whatever that it has this energy, right? So, so for me, I have experienced it in myself. Like I cannot deny what I have experienced like the energies that I've been experiencing in my life, how have made me change. So are you telling me the main reason why you have this belief or believe this belief is that you have personal experience with it and you feel the energy. And I've been, I've been growing for better. So if for whatever reason you stopped feeling this energy, mm -hmm then you wouldn't believe the belief in it. Oh no, I will find that connection again because not all the time you feel this connection. You, we are human beings and sometimes you can be upside down. Well, can, and, you, can you help me for a second? Yeah. So I'm trying to find the reason why you have the belief. Mm -hmm. And when I think I have the reason, you're- It is, you, do you believe in the air? Do I believe in the air? Uh-huh, and the oxygen? Yes. And how do you see the oxygen? I don't see the oxygen. Exactly, but you believe on it. I think that there's evidence that it exists. Exactly, and I have evidence in my life that all of them exist, that all of them have been making a work in my life, and I will not get them down just because I'm in a bad situation on my spiritual life, which it happens to everybody. But what I'm telling you is that if I were to learn somehow, mm -hmm. someone were to show me, probably in this case, let's say scientifically, show me that it doesn't exist, that what I think exists, air, oxygen, it doesn't exist, 
and that can be shown to my satisfaction by an objective, right. an objective way. Right, right. It makes sense for a lot of people. Then I mm -hmm. would, then I would revise my belief mm -hmm. and not believe in it. Mm -hmm. Would there be a scenario that you could see where you would revise your belief? No, because how can I how can I make this easy for you to understand? Because I'm a person that I like to talk and explain things before I go to the answer. Um, but, but you're I, telling me there's nothing anybody can show you to change your belief. Because nothing. I find myself. I find myself and I was completely it's, lost and I find sure. myself and I find who I can be and why I can help other people. Sure, and I'm sure the belief is helpful, mm -hmm. yes. Is it useful to have a belief, do you think, that can't be shown to be false? Um, well, if a belief can't be shown to be false, if it's false, and I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's false, but if it's false, how do you know it's true? So I, this is a great question because it's something that I always say. Two things that I always say: everything happens for a reason, and the second thing that I always say: everybody is born for have a specific belief. Are people that believe in churches that are Pentecostal? Are people that believe in Catholic religion? Are people that believe only in dark energies? Are other people that believe only in angels? Uh -huh. people that are believe all in those God? beliefs true? Well, for them, it can be. You know what I'm saying? Because you're chosen to be in that belief. But for you can understand where I'm going, okay? Mm -hmm. People always try to find an answer of true or false, real or not real. And they always get in their head. And then sometimes they are like, see, this is not real because I have something to show you. But if you open your mind to not find yes, true or not true, you're only trying to find an effect. You're only trying to find the answer to something and you're going just like, like a scientist, you know so, what I'm saying? So I think, you're, I think what you're trying to tell me is that all beliefs are true. The what? All beliefs are true. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to do a thought experiment. Okay. Do you see these flowers right on this table here? Uh-huh. There, e there is either an even or odd number of flowers. Uh-huh. I don't know what the truth is. Mm -hmm. I assume you don't know what the truth no. is. <laughs> but there's an answer. Does what I believe matter to yes. that answer? Yes. How? Because we cannot reject people just because we don't believe in the same thing or because we don't understand what other person believes. I, I am personally, I like to hear people beliefs and agree with some. And just if I don't agree with others, I don't need to tell you that I don't. Well, I'm a little confused. Okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Are you looking for some truth? Well, I'm trying to understand how, if there is an even or odd number of flowers right here. An odd number? If there's an even or odd number, I don't oh, know the okay. answer. The answer to that question, uh -huh. why would that depend on what I believe? Because if you see it this way, you can try to find different flowers in here or the same flower. And you can say, wait. This is a flower, this is a flower, this is a flower. But then you see a little part that is growing, but it's not a flower yet. But if you give time, it will be a flower. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's, I think we might be making the example a little too hard, yes. but let's just say, <laughs> let's just say 
that the flowers are really easy to count. Mm -hmm. And if we counted them, mm -hmm. we'd come up with an answer. Okay, so things you can count, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need to believe in that because it is in your eyes. But when we talk about beliefs that are spiritual beliefs, most of the time you don't see none of them. Not You don't see God. You have never see God because I don't see the gods. I see their energy. So, I feel their energy. So if I, so if I don't know whether there's an even number of flowers and mm -hmm. I want to know the truth, mm -hmm. the objective answer, mm -hmm. then I can count them. Exactly. And then I can, and then we can agree on what the truth is. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, so when you're looking for the truth, are you looking for a truth that it can be for both people or just for you? It's a great question. When I think of truth. I think of something that is objectively true mm -hmm. about the world mm -hmm. that doesn't matter if I believe in it or not, mm -hmm. doesn't matter if I exist or not, mm -hmm. that thing is true. true. Me too. Okay. Me too. That's, I needed to ask you that question because yeah. re I really, I like to talk to people that look for, for like answers, look for different beliefs or just want to experience different type of views. So if, let's just say, for example, I believe that Buddy Holly, the, the what? Buddy Holly, the, uh -huh. the musician, uh -huh. you know who that is? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an artist. <laughs> okay, good. Buddy Holly, who used to be a musician, mm -hmm. used to be a musician, is now passed. Yes. But I believe that Buddy Holly is a god. Yes, me too. And, <laughs> well, literally. Yes, you I You believe Buddy Holly literally is a god. Yes, me too. Literally. Yes. Okay. So you have heard from um, other person that I believe that is a God too. It is, I believe that your universe always send goddess and gods in here that you don't know that there are until you figure it out. Because how the world will work. The work is, the world is just full of things that you will never understand. Okay. Let's suppose that I believe Buddy Holly is a God. He yes. was a musician. He died. He rose. He's a God. Mm-hmm. But let's suppose, just for this thought experiment, mm -hmm. that I'm wrong. Okay. He's not a god. Okay. He's just a dead musician. So we both wrong. <laughs> well, let's just say, for me. Yes. That he's, I think he's a god, but mm -hmm. he, I'm wrong about that. He's not. He's just a dead musician. Right. If I think about what you told me about your beliefs, what if I told you, there is nothing anybody can show me to change my mind. I will believe it no matter what. Mm -hmm. But remember, for the purposes of this thought experiment, he's not a god. How could I find that out? Um, I, I don't know how can I explain you this unless that you have experienced the same thing. But for me, people don't believe in this, but I see auras. I see the aura of the people. I can read the thought, um, not the specific thought of the moment of the person, but thoughts that I, have been came to that person before that always they repeat the same thought or question um, when I see their eyes. So I think what I'm saying is really okay. is you have these really strong beliefs. I have those, yes. Yeah. And these beliefs might very well be true. I don't... It might very well not. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what I'm <laughs> saying is, is that if they're not, mm -hmm. You have no way to find out that they're not. But it makes me happy. Got it.
It makes me happy. It makes me be the person that I am now. If you take that off from so me, it's okay. then you're taking my, my, how do you say that? Um, you take my essence. It's okay to have a belief that is helpful that is also not necessarily true. Truth, exactly. For me, it's true. It's very truth because I've been experiencing it. You know, but if it wasn't, too. you're if okay it with it. I'm okay with it. But what I am now changing a little bit the way of this type of beliefs, but also believe in, in different gifts that I have and other people have. Um, for me, I believe those can be proof. Sorry. <laughs> those can be proof. Because me, um, I'm right now, my husband did not believe in none of this. Right. Just like, you know, most of the people, okay? But him, him was just a person that he saw the, the, the hole in the middle. He kept going to the hole every single time, you know, repeating the self that is not true. Um, I have different gifts, right? Like I told you, you can see your aura. I can see how you can be a person where you repeat. But I also see people dead before they happen, um, which is a curse, because um, I cannot do anything about it. Um, and then I also see the future of the world. Well, let me ask you this question. Uh -huh. If your belief happened to not be true, uh -huh. would you want to know it? That's a really great question. Um, maybe yes, but... I don't believe that it will make me change my mind. And in the beginning of the conversation, we'll ask you, how confident are you that this belief is true? Yes, and I still say 100%. The, the reason why I would like to know... Well, then the second question I asked okay. you <laughs> was, how important is it for you to believe in true things? Uh-huh. And you said... 200%. Is it still that? Yes. Because the reason that I say this is for... I will be interesting to know, to find the effect of that person finding that is not true. But not because, like, supposedly you say, somebody tells me that have evidence, like real hard evidence that is not true. I would like to know because then that exactly evidence that that person is running to, I will run it to just for sure that is true. How can you show somebody, just generally speaking, that something is not true? With evidence, but we, when, when we talk about God, energies, God is, um, gifts and all of that magic and stuff, you never, ever, ever will find hard evidence if I believe, of files. Well, I think that's what I'm telling you, mm -hmm. that there's no way anybody could show no, you but, that it's not mm -hmm. true. And that's why I'm telling you, thanks for that. That's why, well, not thanks for that. Thanks for everything that I experienced in my life, but also... It is really, for me, it is... What if I told you, uh-huh, and we're just saying that, what if I told you that I only wanted to believe in things that I have evidence for, uh-huh, and could be shown to be false if it was false, uh -huh. and that way I wouldn't believe in it if it was false. I always say that I'm, uh, or an alien or something, because I am a, com I... A lot of people say that I'm really interesting to talk because I have a lot of things that people don't have or a lot of experience that people don't have experience. But also I have so many thoughts in my head that it can be a lot of contradictory for a lot of people. But for me, I have my answer. How can I explain this for you for you can understand it? So all the time that we were talking, I, I, I see that you're a person that you like direct. 
So um, I'm trying to find a way. <laughs> um, is the correct default position is that I'm going to believe in something with no evidence until someone shows me otherwise, or I'm not going to believe in that thing until there is evidence for that thing to exist? For, for me, none of the both. I will believe in whatever I want to believe, right? With evidence or with no evidence. Because I think what it makes you magical and makes you a unique person and makes you the way that you can be is your essence. And I believe that that's my essence. Um, I can believe in a person that doesn't believe in that self. And it passed years and years and that person and million people doesn't believe in them. But I still believe in that person. And then in the future, you see how that person is getting better. Not whoa, but I was believing that that person could get better, right? So I am a person that I always believe because believe is something really strong in our life and it makes us happy. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversations with three attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina, coming up after this short break. Do you live in the Triangle, North Carolina area and wish to be considered as a guest for the show? Contact us by going to beingreasonableshow.com. I believe there's an afterlife, like we live on. So you believe that when we die- Absolutely, without a doubt. So you believe that when we die, we survive our deaths? Um, how do I put it? Is it survival of death or is it, or energy goes on? You tell me, it's your belief. <laughs> I think it's more of a, our energy moves on. We. So what is it that survives our death? Just so I can understand where you're coming from. Um, some people might call it our soul or your energy. What is it to you? I would like to say it's the energy of us, our soul. So this energy survives our death. Yes. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true? A hundred percent. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in true things? How important is it for me to believe in true things? Very important. Okay, so probably top of the scale too? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. How do you know that your belief is true? How do I know? Okay, um, I'm, a, I'm a registered nurse. I've worked in a convent as my first job. I've worked with hospice patients. I've witnessed many deaths. Um, something's inexplainable. Do you have a good... Seeing many deaths and watching people die and seeing them before they die, hearing their experiences. Um, Seems like you have a very hard job. Just, just a lot of experiences with people before they die, what they've seen or experienced. Can you help? Experiencing their end of life. Can you help me out for a second? I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. How is it 
seeing people die has shown you that the energy that you're talking about goes on after death. How, how is it that you know that you've come to know that? Um, when you see somebody that's like totally incapacitated with cancer, mm -hmm. and then at their exact time of death, like they literally look like they're lifted out of the bed, like somebody's holding them. Sometimes you have to believe that something totally weird is going on at that moment. Um, when people, Do you have an example maybe? Yeah, um, this woman that I was taking care of, a nun, was, you know, completely out of it. And at the time of her death, standing at the foot of her bed, literally looked like she was lifted up and being held when she was expiring. So she was she literally being lifted she up? She literally looked like somebody lifted her up and was holding her. So she was I mean things So very, she was actually above the, I guess a bed and not being She so, was laying flat and then the next minute it looked like somebody literally picked up her upper body and was holding her. Did it look like it or was it? It looked like somebody was holding her up in his, in their arms, like holding her upper body up. Like so she was being her. suspended in air. Her upper body was literally like she was picked up and it looked like she was being held, comforted, and then gently laid back down. I mean, very weird things happened. People that were completely like with it at one point and then tell you that they had seen an apparition of a person, a young woman holding a baby, describing like the Virgin Mary, and then literally said the woman floated out of the room, and then within a couple of days, their, their health completely fails, and only see this Virgin Mary apparition. And like otherworldly things that happen and you have to wonder like, and these are different people on numerous accounts that, you know, or they see their dead relatives prior to dying. And you have to wonder like, is there energy going on? Cause they visit these people before they die. So it sounds like the main reason why you have this belief is that you have personal experience of seeing things Many that you times. can't explain and it seems unusual to you. If, and I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say Lisa. Lisa is sitting next to you. And let's say Lisa could explain to you, to your satisfaction, of the things you've experienced and why you experience it. If she could come up with a, like a, a reason that seemed grounded in physics of why you saw what you saw and you accepted that explanation and you understood it, would you still believe your belief that we survive our death or would you not have that belief? Well, I had a personal experience where I was a young girl and I thought my mom said, we were at a, we were at a street and I thought my mom said, go to cross the street and she said, no, and I ran and I slipped and fell, and a car drove right over me. Oh my goodness. 
what happened was when I fell, I hit my head. I don't recall anything other than hitting my head and going out. What my mother saw was I fell. She screamed, Jesus Christ. This is in the middle of a street, cars coming. She screamed, Jesus Christ, and literally seen somebody, nothing there, but it looked like somebody picked up my feet and removed my feet and shoved them under the car so the car drove right over my body without touching my body. I see. In the middle of a very cluttered street of people witnessing this, um, she said it looked like an invisible person picked up my feet and moved my body out of harm. So the car drove right over my body without touching me. And the car drove right over my body without touching my body. Another so, so, unusual yes, instance where something unusual happened at that moment. So let's take that example. Right. And it seems like that is a, an important example of why you think your belief is true. Let's suppose that the reason you gave for this example wasn't true. Would there be a second best reason that you, that you could come up with of why the car missed you, do you think? I mean, if, if somebody could come up with a good reason, like, why did that happen at that time? Awesome. Let's say your example of, I think your example is that you were being moved, right? Is that right? You were being moved from under the car? Yeah. Let's suppose that reason wasn't available to you. Do you have a second best reason of why that car missed you that you could come up with, do you think? It'd be very hard. It was traffic and there was nobody there to do it, so. If this car missed you, and let's just suppose it wasn't because you were moved out of the way, what would be that second best reason, do you think? Can you come up with anything? I really couldn't because I was unconscious. I mean, there was no earthquake. There wasn't a wind strong enough to blow a child out of the way. There was no other reason for it. What if someone said that, you know, again, I'm not saying this is the case, but what, no, if, I know. what if someone said to you, Patty, that this car missed you because you were lucky? It's just probability. It could have hit you. It could have missed you. You were very fortunate it missed you, and because it missed you, you're here today to talk to me and tell me that it missed you. What would you say to that? I would say awesome, but it was a two-lane road with cars parked on both sides. That's damn lucky that when I fell long ways that I just happened to oh, yeah. have my legs picked up and moved. That's some damn luck. <laughs> that an unconscious person moved their own legs. That's some weird ass law. I don't know, sorry. That's okay. So, but here's it is, another no, it example. Is a, it is a, it I had a one and a half year old brother that died on the operating table mm. three times. Goodness. A priest went in to talk to him and the priests, he told the priest that don't worry about him. This is a one and a half year old child. That he said, don't worry about him. But who said that? My one-and-a-half-year-old brother at the time. The one-and-a-half-year-old brother not said... not to worry about him. He was going to go home because this man in a long gown with cowboy boots told him he was going home. 
he had a severe um, asthma attack with pneumonia and he had to get a trach. They had to rush him to the hospital. He died on the operating room table three times. When a priest, my mother sent a priest in to give him last rites because she was afraid he was still gonna die. And he told the priest, don't worry about me, I'm going home. He drew a picture of Jesus in a long gown with long hair, beard and a mustache and said, don't worry about me, I'm going home. He's like, this guy told me I'm going home. <laughs> One and a half, he didn't know anything about God or Jesus. So I, I mean, I truly think there's something to that when a little kid, not even two years old, there is something. So let me use your example. It's a great example. Let's suppose there's a one and a half year old, different one and a half year old, who died on the table three times, let's say. And let's say that one and a half year old drew a picture of Buddy Holly, the dead musician. Mm -hmm. And he said that everything is going to be okay because Buddy Holly, the dead musician, is really a god well, who yeah. helped him. What no, we, I hear where you're going. What do we and think you know about... what I would think? What's that? I would think that the energy of whoever god, the higher power, is going to show himself to anyone in the way he feels is going to make you feel comfortable. Because my brother drew Jesus or God in cowboy boots. Right. Now, does God wear cowboy boots? Probably not. But maybe that's what made my brother feel comfortable, that Jesus was wearing a dress, had a beard, a mustache, long hair. My dad would shave all my brother's heads into crew cuts because my dad felt that boys were supposed to have short hair, but Jesus had long hair, but he was wearing cowboy boots. What if we knew for a fact, just knew for a fact, that Buddy Holly is not a god? He's not, he's just a dead musician. But that one and a half year old still drew Buddy Holly. What do we think about that situation? But see, the thing is, and I feel like the higher power, God, goddess. I mean, some people, I mean, is God a man? Is God a woman? Is God both? Really? But I'm telling I mean, you, God we know, power. I'm telling you for, we just happen to know that Buddy Holly is just a dead person. But he, right. We just happen to, he's not a God. Right. Right. But... Is the higher power, whether it be male, female, or both? Because, I mean, if God's so you're the creator, I think me, you're saying that anything can be a God. I mean, my belief would be God is God. And if he's a creator, he's got to be both. He creates. He reproduces life. So he, he, she, God is God. There is no he or she about it. If that wasn't true... Could we find that out? What? That God is God and he creates and he does everything he does and or she. If that wasn't true, and I'm not saying that's not true, but if it wasn't true, could we find that out somehow? Well, you know what? 
I like totally admire Albert Einstein, who is one of the best, to me, scientists ever. And you know, one of the things he always felt best about was to be a good scientist, you cannot discredit the fact that there is a God. To say there is no God is the stupidest thing ever. What if, what if I he, mean, to what if, what if that. and I'm not saying this is the case, but what if I could find some information that showed that, I don't know, Albert Einstein didn't believe there was a God. Would you still have your belief? I would still have my belief because the fact is, I mean, even if there was a big bang to start the universe, who started that big bang? A power, a power. And that is the, that is the thought behind so, God so, so my question is that power. So, so here's my question. I'm not saying it's not true. Right. But what I'm saying is, if it wasn't true, is there a way you could find out that it wasn't true? In the sense that if you have a belief that can't be shown to be not true, if it's not true, then how do we really know that it's true? How does anyone know about anything? So are you saying that everything is true? Do we know anything about anything? Do we know anything about reality? Do we? I mean, do we know anything about this life? Is there not any other alternate realities to this reality? Are you telling I mean, me we, that everything- We are now talking about Albert Einstein's thing about, is this reality the only reality we have? Well, here's an example. You see these, all these flowers here? Mm -hmm. There isn't either an even or odd number of flowers. I don't know what the answer is. I assume you don't know what the answer is, but there is an answer. There's a truth. Right, we could sit here and count them. We could sit there and count them. So does my belief about whether there is an even or odd number of flowers have anything to do whether there is an even or odd number of flowers? Well, the thing is, you're talking about this is an actual, and then what we think in our mind and our beliefs of like religion or like God or a power, which is what God is. God is that power, that energy. And like with the Big Bang, the beginning of the universe, which was a power, um, like Einstein said, if, if you don't believe in that one great power, you're foolish not to believe in it. Because in order for the universe to start, there was that one great power. Can we prove it? No, but the universe started. So there was that one great power that started the universe. Can we prove it? No, but we know it's there. But Something my, started. I think my question to you is, we all are walking around with intense beliefs about things. Right. Beliefs you hold very strongly about stuff. We're all walking around with these intense beliefs. And some of these beliefs are in direct opposition to other beliefs. Right. Some things, what people believe are true, are exactly opposite 
of what other people believe. Mm-hmm. And someone could say that both beliefs can't be true. Right. That there has to be a truth, an objective truth. Are we talking like religion-wise? Anything. Okay, because if we're talking religion-wise, I see where you're going. Because now, with religion-wise, I don't understand it. Because if they're all believing in the same God, that kind of irks me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's all the same God. And it's, I so, mean, it's supposed to be all the same God. And you're supposed to all be worshiping in the same way. Okay. You're all supposed to be loving one another. And that kind of bothers me. Because one religion will say love one another, but then they're like, Oh, but look down on homosexuals or look down on this or that. And it's like, wait a minute. But if you're loving one another, well, you the, know, where did that come from? So in that situation... Breaks the line of where did your religion go wrong? It sounds like that we have religions that say different things and right. claim different beliefs. And meanwhile, it's supposed to be the same So God. then how do we know what's true? Right. Yeah. I, I get where you're going. <laughs> I mean, because for me, I believe there's supposed to be one God, one power. And that's how I look at it. Because it's if you believe like in your God, and I believe, let's say, that Buddy Holly is God, well, it doesn't seem like both of us could be really correct. But I feel like we are both correct. Like you, I feel like if you think God is Buddy Holly, high five. I think you're cool with that. Is and it true? I think it's okay. Is it true? It can be true. So if I, I believe Buddy is. Holly is really a god, then he's really a god. And he can be So it you. seems like anyone can believe anything, and it's true. As long as your god of Buddy Holly is a good, caring person. What if my god is of Buddy Holly is not a caring person, but I still believe Buddy Holly is a god? Buddy Holly's not a good god, but I still believe in him. I'm a healer. I mean, I've been a nurse since 1992. I'm like, I think people need to embrace people and they need to accept people for who they are and do unto others like you want them to do to yourself. You shouldn't hurt other people. Um, And I can accept your beliefs and you can accept my beliefs about Buddy Holly. But, I think but, but, if uh, you but, think Buddy Holly is, is what God looks like, and if Buddy Holly is a good person, he doesn't want to hurt other people, then hey, high five, go for it. You're not hurting other people. If you're going to be someone that wants to carry an AK-47 and shoot up a school, then so hey, you're saying that's that I can, not a good person to follow. So you're saying that I can believe in Buddy Holly as a God, and it could be helpful, but it could also not necessarily be true. You know, as as long as it's not a belief that's going to hurt or kill or mean people or be detrimental to society and hurt others. So in the beginning of our conversation, I asked you how confident you are that your belief is true. And you said very high, that you're very confident. And then the next question I asked you was, how important is it for you to believe in things that are true? It is important to believe in things that are true. But I think you're telling me that it's okay if it's not true if it's helpful for you. Well. Not that 
No, I still want to believe in things that are true. Last question. Okay. If your belief wasn't true, would you want to know it? If what I believed in wasn't true, would I want to know? About the afterlife. If it wasn't true, would you want to know that it wasn't true? I think we would all want to know the truth about something if it wasn't true. Like if all of a sudden somebody said, hey, your world is fake and they're going to pull the plug tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to wake up and find out this is all like fake. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, what was that show with um, Jim Carrey? He wakes up, finds out that his world is all oh, fake. Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a very scary world to wake up, to find out that everything you thought was true is all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I don't think I would like that either. <laughs> I think you would want to know the truth, though. I think I'd want you to know the truth. You would want to know the truth. You would right. want to know that you've been living in a dream world and all of a sudden the plug was pulled and... You know, all and that's why I ask you these questions. Would you want to know the truth? So Absolutely. I ask you that, would you want to know the truth if your belief happened to be false? Right. But you're telling me there's no way for you to find that out, that it is false if it was false. Um... I don't know. I mean, I don't think they've found out so far scientifically. Could they find out? Maybe if they could bring Einstein back. Thank you so much for this conversation. I really enjoyed this. I hope you liked it too. Give you elbow bump. From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsborough, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week. Enjoy the funk.